Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. <laughs> Has it gotten to this? <laughs> we got here. <laughs> Is it here already? It took us a couple years, but we made we it. We finally made it to Killer Shrews. We're here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. This is a movie podcast. It came to the Killer Shrews. This is a movie. Man, this is a flick. This has been out there forever. This is an old flick that's been in the public domain since it existed and has been a part of every uh, internet and late night right. cult movie. You know, If there's a horror movie host that's showing public domain <laughs> movies out there, they've definitely shown the Killer Shrews. Yes. Uh, one of the older ones we've done from 1959 and uh, one of the shorter movies, a I think. A full-length feature yeah. at 68 minutes long. It made it. Just, <laughs> just over the wire, I guess. I also this love, case. this is the day of no padded credits whatsoever. 68 minutes hits, ending, fade to black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a movie, man. <laughs> this was a different Get time for movies. Movies were a lot different in the 1950s. I think that's kind of the thing with this movie. Yeah, this is a, a go-to kind of make fun of, an MST3K type thing. Big time. But uh, this is just kind of what movies were like. Uh, cheap, horror, you know, drive-in type movies. This is what they were doing back then. I think this movie's been unfairly singled out as a bad movie. Right. <laughs> I don't think this is a bad movie at all. I think there's much, all. much worse examples the giant Gila monster coming comes to <laughs> you mind. You mean the one they filmed back to back with this movie? Uh, this is better than the Gila monster, I'll say. Just like super zoomed in shots of a lizard just like making his lizard On a face. Toy car. Just yeah. Kinda, yeah. At least this one has some actual running uh, costumed this animals. This movie, I think, it, I think this is a great horror movie. This is a great low budget movie. Plays great as horror. I really like this one. This is... When I first started watching, you know, MST3K, Comedy Central showed it all the time in the 90s, right? Yeah. And it was great. And as the years have gone by, it's one of those things where I really hate everything (laughs) it inspired. Just that getting joy out of just shitting on something, you know? Uh And I don't like the other side of the coin where just people are relentlessly positive. But that show has just fueled so many people into thinking that picking apart a movie is easy. And I guess it is kind of easier to pick apart something cheap that sure. uses dogs as uh, <laughs> as the main villain, right? But that's kind of the one thing you hear about this movie. is like, oh, it's just dogs dressed up. Yeah. Like, that's all you guys got? That's the criticism? Yeah. No, man. <laughs> there's cheap movies, but there's scares in cheap movies, man. There's cool ideas in cheap movies and i think this has gotten a kind of an unfair rap as a bad flick i think there's blueprints of like what we know as horror tropes in this movie yeah that i'm not sure if uh they existed before this (laughs) movie like they pumped out movies so quick during this day that's why all those titles sound so similar mm -hmm. and they kept making them bigger and weirder and grosser i love that era that Man, all these drive-in movies that are, yeah, 68 minutes because it was always playing back-to-back with the Gila Monster or the thing that decided to conquer the world. <laughs> they're, right. they're always... The, I love the ones that are gross like the bloody beast. 
Imagine, oh, yeah. Imagine being in 1956 and just being like, the bloody beast. Oh, what? man, what could that be? <laughs> right, that sounds good. The thing with a million eyes. Like, how will they ever pull that off? They won't. <laughs> they never do. Twelve eyes tops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dozen eyes. Yeah, not even pretending there's more off camera. You know, the middle 40 will be a lot of hard science talk. You know, that's kind of the just how they pumped these things out, yeah, right? Yeah, the 50s was all about radioactive stuff turning monsters into monsters. Giant tarantulas, giant ants. Yeah. Giant shrews. And some of them are great. Some of them work well. Them is really cool. Them sure. has, is really clever. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of gold in those kind of movies. There's the great ones. And I guess I, I really kind of hated the mystery science thing of just unnecessarily dumping on the fact of that how cool is it that sometimes people just go out into the desert or the woods or southern Texas and just make a weird monster movie? Yeah. This is a regional flick. We've seen a lot of regional horror movies now, from shot-on-video ones people to movies like Jungle Trap, where they're li- you can see the backyard fence. Yeah, yeah. You know, literally backyard movies. Now, the good thing about filming a movie in the Texas backyard is there's acres and acres of grounds to make it seem like you're covering a lot of area. And this movie is just a classic regional horror. Guys making a movie. The figure I saw was, you know, 125000 hmm. But really, that's over a million dollars, you know, when we're talking in the 50s. 125 grand's a lot to make a movie right. like The Killer Shrews. <laughs> but you find the right rich guy guy that happens to own this property in his family and can be put into the movie as a scientist with speaking roles, then you get to make a killer dogs movie or a killer giant rats movie. That's cool. See, I wonder if if they had just said the killer dogs or if they had just gone like crazy mutant dogs <laughs> right? with big fangs. Mutant dogs bred to kill. Like that, that I think, uh, could have held up on its own. Killer shrews. Something about is... the shrew. Like, the word <laughs> shrew is kind of weird. Even in the movie, he's like, have you heard of shrews? Oh, you mean taming of them? As no, no, t- no, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, 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 no. These other things. These other things. Like, yeah, no one really knows what a shrew is. It's kind of a rat, kind of a gopher. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. The killer moles, know. killer gophers, none of this stuff sells. Shrew is a much lesser known yeah. rodent. <laughs> the killer rats. Rats are gross. Rats yeah. are scary, man. Bunch of rats ganging up. Some some the, of the best horror what's stories. What's that in the, the the rats of unusual size? Or there something you go, in, man. In that's the Bride. killer shrews. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Since this movie has been in the public domain forever, and since it got picked on by these people that just make fun of any old guy that goes out and makes a movie, <laughs> man, you're telling me, Mister Science, you're telling me E guy is bad. People are going out in the desert making a caveman movie. That rocks, man. That always rocks. Shrews is better than Ega. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, start. but they're always grouped. You yeah. know, Shrews, I remember seeing on you know the IMDb bottom 100. The bottom 100, come on. I think it's also one of those, like, uh, it's so readily available and easy that people assume it's just this thing that no one in, wants to own. Or, or I don't know. It's like I, I have it on a collection of, like, 50 horror movies. <laughs> yeah, of course. That you got at Best Buy, like, 20 years ago. For the like weirdest collection of public domain bucks. stuff thrown together with no theme. Yeah, and the quality is usually not good. It's pretty grainy, sounds off, you know. like Yeah. It's not well-preserved. So I think people just kind of dismiss old movies like that 
sure just offhand because it just kind of doesn't look great and, i understand yeah. that some people just don't like black and white movies how are That's they gonna like too. a you know a movie like this that so they just view as cheap cheap is bad right exactly but but we man, don't feel that way no we definitely don't feel that way <laughs> i like manos the hands of fate Manos the hands of fate is weird man that's a weird movie that somebody went out and edited together <laughs> Right. That has with like a score that sounds like someone that like might not have played music before. <laughs> like you can't just go out and fake something that weird, right? Totally. That's a that's a thing to be celebrated. That yeah. Oh, there's boring spots. Who gives a fuck? It's Manos, <laughs> the Hands of Fate. Some guy spent a time editing an 80 minute just go nowhere bizarre slice of life regional horror movie. Yeah, I love that. Somebody like really fucked up their knees to make that movie right wasn't that the story yeah like people are sacrificing for these things <laughs> you know but i love that no i'm gonna watch aip movies with monsters that are really just like a camera swooping in and people running looking back and running from it yeah that always rules i mean how else would you make a movie smart, yeah smart guy out there like exactly <laughs> these are the kind like... of things like man you gotta start somewhere i remember one where they were showing a Graydon clark movie Who's made such films as Joysticks? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, Wacko, Wacko is really great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's one with Joe Don Baker, and they were just making fun of edits that they made. It's like, come on, this is <laughs> where's the jokes in this? Yeah, Joe Don Baker's fat and sweaty. That's why he's cool <laughs> in these kind of movies. Because he always looks like warm shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why they're good. And so the killer shrews, I admit, just like James Best, I'm not really caught up on what a shrew is. Exactly. But I don't think the people working on shrews really knew what they were. <laughs> so There's this weird thing where they're trying to, the, the main experiment is trying to make people smaller so dude. they live longer, but they made the shrews bigger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the formula got messed it's up a along the way. Two-way street, apparently. So, like, <laughs> this movie has so many formulas for things that I love about just horror, about B movies, about anything. Yeah. Like, who could possibly hate on any kind of movie where weird experiments are happening on some <laughs> secluded island, and all the people there appear to be drunks? I don't know. <laughs> There's or way less foreigners of some like yeah, just a collection of people from every continent on this <laughs> island, right? And and there's and then they give warnings to leave the island as soon as possible. You're like, nope, I love all those this things. This is this is essentially like as I'm watching this, uh, I was watching this movie to prepare for this. I was like, Michael Crichton basically rips this off for Jurassic Park. <laughs> You've got isolated island. You've got genetic experiments. You've got an incoming hurricane. So, and you've got people getting eaten by uh, the creatures that they <laughs> developed. So, they, Ray Kellogg was the guy who made this, and he, he's like, "We're calling it Billy and the Clonosaurus." Exactly. They're like killer shrews, Ray. I don't know, man. I think I think we could do better. Like you know, Jurassic Park. No. Killer Shrews. The Killer Shrew Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't so, think to monetize the shrews like Creighton did. So James Best plays a guy who's just delivering goods to a weird package. It's our sea right? captain. A weird island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. James Best, I love. We've cu we've talked about him in one great memorable part in Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Years ago as the man who gives uh, gives our lead character a hook for mm -hmm. a hand. 
for like 20 bucks. <laughs> to steal 20 bucks for him. Did they just get some gold coins off Yeah, they got a bag of coins because oh, he was a, a Vietnam POW. And then William Devane spends the whole movie tracking every member of his gang down to Mexico. Yeah. Including Automatic Slim. But oh, James man. Best only is in one scene when he's just lording over him going like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you making this so hard? Why do I have to shove your hand in this garbage disposal? But... You know, the man who would go on to be Roscoe P. Coltrane. I love James Best. In the 50s, he was a big, handsome, tall, good-looking Western actor. Yeah, he doesn't look like the guy that you know from Dukes of Hazard and stuff. Yeah, He's... this he was James Garner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, yeah, absolutely. In and he did a ton of Westerns and shows up in tons of movies. And he's the man delivering supplies to this mysterious island. Might as well be cheap Dr. Moreau. Yeah. They're only experimenting on one animal. No animal <laughs> fusion, no hybrids, just one little rat. Just one little rat that they made bigger when they were trying to make it smaller. <laughs> I love They screwed this. up. So like you said, the 50s, all these American international pictures, they're all, you know, a radiation spill causes the mutants, right? I love that this is, they have a plan. This is like a world domination plan. And I like that tie-in. I think that strengthens this as a story. But the idea that the scientists are trying to shrink humans to combat over to half their size. We're making us like three feet tall people well, to cut down on food consumption and handle overpopulation. Yeah, they're, they're talking about, oh, this will make us live longer. It's like, that's, that's not helping overpopulation if people live longer. We still got all this sky room that's being taken up <laughs> making them shorter still not cover that's just the ground area it's still the same but yeah it would cut down on the food consumption I guess, sure I but i just love the idea of being there for the during the what the 60 year transition when are the people getting small are there what is sports gonna look like when the next 40 years of people are like two and a half to three feet it's just like 70 year old people that are still normal height just dominating that's yeah like who's gonna sign up and be like i'll volunteer my offspring to be this new short race of people. i'd like a new half-sized child <laughs> doesn't eat as much you say all right I'm okay <laughs> this sounds good that'll make the next 18 years doesn't easy. grow out of his clothes as quickly all right like, i'm getting this I just... It's a flawed concept. <laughs> just make the humans tidier? It's a flawed concept. <laughs> this is why Crichton switched it to dinosaurs. Yeah, ooh, dinosaurs like, are cool. We're not getting into but this bigger, shorter, I love that thing. it's just a madman with a plan. Not a radiation leak, not a portal from another world, not a, we went too fast and we became the land that time for... No. Yep. This guy is like has this insane idea that he's working on on a South Texas island. It's like if your roommate in college like went on to like <laughs> one night he's just stoned out of his mind. He's like, "Yo, man, what if people were like smaller?" <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm going to dedicate my life to this idea." Yeah. <laughs> you won't begin to know how obsessed I'm going to get with this idea, man. I'm going to get a creepy Weird scientist, I'm going to get a drunk to join me. I'm going to get my Swedish daughter somehow yeah, to join me. Yeah, my Swedish this. daughter, she's coming to the compound. <laughs> Very we, cool, like, quirky, mysterious group of people. I did like in the beginning, the whole, like, t first 20 minutes is, yeah, this our, our sea captain dropping off the package and kind of meeting and greeting everybody. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll go back later. And then everyone's just, like, so shifty-eyed mm -hmm. and so just like, whoop. 
What are we talking about here? I love a small town with a secret. I like and when that it's an intrigue. island with a population of maybe five people, <laughs> there's clearly a secret. James Best plays it pretty unflappable through a lot of this. He ain't asking too many questions. He really doesn't care. Like, no, that's he's just he... a guy dropping off goods and to he's someplace. Even, yeah, he's got a little bit more character than usual in that kind of sense of like, I'm just here to do my job. But then he's you know trapped on this island with these people now, and he's got to survive this new horrific thing yeah see that's why i think there's all these kind of nuances that stand out about this that never get talked about because it's way easier to talk about dogs in in fursuits right right exactly way easier right yeah there's a lot going there's there's a little more at least going on yeah under the surface especially during this era so many of the heroes of the movies they were immediately stand-up guys like no we'll get out of here you know fighting back right he's the guy that kind of fights back by not choice (laughs) but by survival right He's got to fight his way out of here, and then he's got to fight his way back in mm-hmm. from these shrews. Like, he's not wanting to be in this situation, right? And I love that. Yeah. It's just so much extra. Now, Ray Keller, since I didn't know, you know, the history of these things, all you ever hear about this movie is dogs. <laughs> dogs with tails. They dressed up the shrews. They dressed up. They put them in the do- And uh, so I looked this guy up. He was the head of 20th Century Fox's special... Uh, effects department for most of the 50s hmm. not just on these cheap drive-in pictures he worked on big war movies Marilyn Monroe movies anytime they needed some kind of visual photographic trick you know this guy was the guy that's cool and so we love guys who are like the special effects or the makeup guys oh yeah who then finally raise money to make their movie that's what this dude is working in a studio one of the big studios on yeah. some big movies. Tora, Tora, Tora. You know? Uh, pick up on South Street. Crime North. Everything. This guy was... Check out his IMDb. It's pretty amazing. And then he goes, I'm going to make a lizard and a dog movie. <laughs> <laughs> back to back in Texas. Found a rich guy. His family owns land. We're doing this. 20th Century Fox doesn't want any part of it. <laughs> you are not involved. I'll go rogue. I don't care. I got a dream. But that idea, you know, all the shot on video we've talked about, but in the 50s, you could make a movie and that could play in drive-ins around the country. Mm -hmm. This is a homemade horror movie. You know, in the 70s, you had Billy Jack catching on. You know, you had these kind of hits that just blow up around the country. This was a money-making movie. This was a very profitable film. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's good. So the fact that it, you know, it's kind of become a joke like, no, man, people were seeing the killer shrews. People heard shrews, and they're like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, man, but if I got to see this. If they're killers, I'm in. I, I mean, who knows? For all I know, the giant Gila monster was the draw, you know? Maybe. I didn't know it was just a zoomed-up picture of a lizard. <laughs> for as silly as the Gila monster is, though, I am pretty scared of these shrews. I The crude makeups always scares me. And these dogs, the more you see of them, I don't know, I think they look kind of gross. Those spiny tails are disgusting. Yeah, any I, I hate any kind of rat, possum, whatever, with that long hairless tail. Yeah. That I don't I don't like that at all. That creeps me out so hard. The possum tails so are disgusting. So a giant dog sized creature with a possum tail. The idea of thinking of a of seeing like a giant rat the size of like a golden retriever. I'm telling you, just man. Just that right there. It's just Gro- like- growing up, my bedroom, 
outside of my window was this big wisteria tree, right? Really thick tree went all, it was huge, right? Mm -hmm. And so it blocked out a lot of light. When it was dark in my room, it was dark. And one night I went in there and flipped on a light and there was a fat possum in that tree right in my window. Man, I jumped so far out into the hall. And that thing was probably two feet long. Yeah. So seeing these shots of these possum tails on, even though I know they're dogs, yeah, I saw a couple. It was going all the way up the spine, this gross, <laughs> wiry thing, and all that fur is this patchy, disgusting, bristly. Fur. These things look sick. Yeah, I don't care how fake the fangs look; those things look disgusting. Actually, in this, thought, in this case, like the bad kind of quality of the film, the graininess, the darkness of the black and white, actually lends to the effect because. It looks even just like it, it lets your mind kind of play with it a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, right. When you see it, there's very few shots where it's just like full dog. Like they they do pretty good of like mixing up like close up puppetry and yeah, uh, yeah. There's that's some... what I'm saying. The the it's funny that it's dogs wearing masks. At the same time, the editing and the usage, I think they stretched dogs in masks mm-hmm. about as far as you can go. But man. You ever been chased by a dog? Yeah. <laughs> One dog. That's scary. Scary. Our neighbors had a dog grown up named Mary Jane. I don't know dog breeds. <laughs> it was this big black dog that, you know, when I was six, was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Colin lived on the other side of this house. I got chased by this big dog multiple times, having to jump into the back of trucks Fucking dogs are scary. Yeah. It's a wonder that I can pass a dog <laughs> and think like, ah, hey, look at this good guy. No, man. There was this, I remember being chased by this dog with my friend. Go around the corner. Mm. Mary Jane's a coming. <laughs> I run back to the house and I'm yelling to my friend Eric, it's Mary Jane. Go inside. Yeah, yeah. And he runs inside. We slam the door. We're sitting in the door with our backs to it. You know, we're like eight years old. And while he's breathing hard, he goes, who's Mary Jane? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah just the monster dog that just roams the neighborhood freely barking yep. at kids probably nothing at all to be scared i've never seen a kid eaten by mary jane but why take the risk i i yeah i had a full-on like uh doberman step out in front of me on my way to school one morning kind of thing just walks and out it, on the side and he's just standing there like from me to you and i'm like well i'm uh, should I turn around? <laughs> yeah. And should I try to go? I like kind of like tried to go around him, and it was just scary. Yeah, like you have to keep wa- walk backwards to make yeah. sure this guy doesn't just fall sneak up on you. Yeah, I've been ch- yeah chased on my bike when I was a kid by dogs. And, yeah, man, yeah, had stuff like that. It's, it's when they rough. when they snap at you. One dog. Now, you ever been chased by twelve dogs? <laughs> I'm sorry. Laugh all you want. If this movie was just the killer dogs. Exactly. Ditch the fursuits. If you think of this whole thing as killer dogs, works even better. They could have, yeah, they could have just made the plot like, we tried to make dogs friendlier, but we made them meaner. (laughs) We got it mixed up. (laughs) We can't get it right. (laughs) Yeah, man. What an all-time island science boner. You're making this drug to shrink humans. Turns out you just grow shrews times 50. These things grow Way bigger than just twice their size. Yeah. They don't know, not only get it wrong in the reverse way, they blow it. They <laughs> really get it wrong. And I guess when we're saying like, man, what a weird team of this woman with her Swedish English and this guy who's constantly sauced mm-hmm. and this old man. 
I guess when the thing fails, it's like, well, I get, yeah. This was a pretty rough team. This was not actually, you know, the group working out in Antarctica and the thing. Mm-hmm. These people did not have PhDs, mostly. Mario, the caretaker, <laughs> did not... Uh, oh, I liked Mario. Mario's a good dude. <laughs> Mario's a good dude. Was it Jerry was the drunk? Was it? Yeah, man. man fuck, fuck Jerry. Jerry was a... Gr- what a movie asshole, and right? And again, so Jerry is like the guy in the zombie movie who fucks up your group. Yep. And is, and like... They're, like this is 1959. This is ten years before. This is Living before Dead. Living Dead when they have pretty much the same like infighting as they do in Night of the Living Dead or any of those movies where you're trapped. This is a you're trapped in the house. The shrews are coming to get you. Yeah, you got to get out somehow. Jerry is drunk. He's got a gun. He's trying yeah. to kill the main guy. He's, he's jealous. jealous of James Best. Yeah, because he's this jerk boyfriend of our of uh, Ingrid, yeah. a- actress Ingrid Gouda. Oh man. What a cutie, right? (laughs) And so he's the guy. What a dude. There's five people on this island, and Jerry has a big dramatic breakup with her. Like, good luck. You're Mm -hmm. breaking up with the one woman on on your island that's filled with mutant rats. Just because she, like, had a nice conversation with, you know, the cool, mysterious new guy in town who's stuck there in a hurricane. Well, like, also, like, uh, Jerry's a jerk, He's a real he's jerk. He's not a nice man. He's a bad dude. It's not like he's doing his best and like <laughs> she he's betrays him or something. He is off-putting. Well, that's... You know, this place is driving people crazy. <laughs> I guess so. They, they got the secret, and that secret is they are countdown to extinction. When... And this movie had a couple moments where I thought the horror really got jumped up. And, you know, there's something more here than has been credit given credit for, right? That story about... You know, less food consumption, you know. We recently talked about Crimes of the Future, Mm. the Cronenberg movie where plastic consumption has become so normalized that that's all some people can eat now, right? You hear these stories about microplastics. If microplastics are in our water, what could we do? Mm -hmm. We can't do anything about it. It's just going to happen, right? So if they put a human shrinking compound in our water, who knows? They could be doing it right now. So I like that these people were thinking of that, not just, it was a portal. It's always a portal (laughs) out in these islands. But when it turns into some great horror, I don't know, 20 minutes in this movie. This movie's like an hour long. (laughs) So uh, the the end of act one, right? 20 minutes in. When the shrews make their first attack and they kill James Best's uh, first mate, dude, that's scary. That guy having to scramble up a tree mm-hmm. and those dogs leaping up at the tree, nipping at his heels. You had to get chased up in the tree by four wild dogs. That's scary. Yeah. And, and then his- he falls over and you just see the brush. Very Jurassic Park again. Just seeing the brush go and hearing him scream. And they have a weird sound effect for the, the shrews kind of screaming and chattering. And- it's awful. Yeah, it's- <laughs> his screams were bad. Those were some real screams. That guy was scared. And, yeah, you land on this island where nothing seems like it's going right. And they say, oh, the hurricane's approaching. You need to stay. This is the poor guy that had to stay back with the boat. Mm -hmm. The guy that stays back with the boat is always the first one to get picked. Also, maybe the first movie where the black guy dies first in a horror movie. (laughs) You think so? I don't know. Maybe. I I thought I liked that he was There was hardly any black people in any of these horror B movies to begin with. Yeah, you're really right. (laughs) So I mean... That's a real 
maybe that's one of our big hallmarks of this being an independent picture. You know, this was not even American International. This was a regional, independently financed picture. So they're like, yeah, get this cool black guy. First mate, have you heard him scream? Yeah. Oh, also, he'll really climb a tree. He can climb a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tree climb, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, as, as that tree is... Yeah, also, he'll let us pull the tree down with him in it. Yeah, he'll take that fall. He's doing all this. Yeah. Bring him on. It, yeah, certain parts of this also feel like very Ed Wood, right? Where... There's that scene in, in the Tim Burton Edward where Martin Landau is just like <laughs> got the octopus arms moving them himself. That's what I always think of that scene whenever I'm watching an old movie like this where, yeah, it's just a guy's got to like pretend. Yeah. And uh, there's no special effects. It's just a dog in a costume next to him and he's got to make this kind of horror on. And you're just thinking about all the people standing on set watching <laughs> this guy <laughs> a couple guys out in the around. woods. Yeah, yeah man. When you see how the sausage is made, it looks pretty cheap, but there's a lot of magic that goes on behind the camera, and I think they turn dogs wearing little fursuits into something pretty real. Mm -hmm. The extra element they give this of making it a compound horror movie, that claustrophobic feel as your area that you can occupy keeps shrinking because these shrews are, I don't know, the setup, once the guy's talking about, about explaining how shrews will cannibalize themselves after they consume everything else they can, that sucks. Yeah, why are you experimenting on seemingly the worst animal on the planet? Like, they explain about four different times what shrews do and what their their whole deal is. Yeah. And it's just about, they have to apparently eat their body weight every few Dude, hours. Three times their body weight every day. Yeah. What? <laughs> so you're you guys are dealing with food consumption, and you're just like, what if we made the, like what if you're, like you said the worst guy to blow up in size? Yeah, we know this guy would cause a lot of havoc if he grew up. I just don't. Yeah, nobody thinks so. Like maybe we should work on like a I don't know a koala or like a panda yeah. bear or something. This cute is and just cuddly. let's make this capybara violent. <laughs> no, keep them how they are. They're great. Oh, this little shrew. What if what if this thing that consumes this thing's the little Terminator. He's just oh, yeah. nibbler, man. They're he chewing through the up. drywall. They're going under the fences, over the fences, every which way. You're talking, when you say, you know, decade before Night of the Living Dead, these things, these shrews, these are zombies. They just move forward and they consume. I... <laughs> yeah. So when I watched this, I brought this up to you a couple weeks ago when I suggested this movie. Because <laughs> I had watched it. I think it was on Sven Gulli. Talk about late night horror guys showing public domain movies. Sure. I know our friends at Creature Features have a shrew episode. There you go. On YouTube for sure. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does. Every It's a regional horror movie. Every regional there's, horror host. There's about it. 12 YouTube channels that have a full <laughs> showing of this. <laughs> Killer Shrews on their yeah, channel. We're adding to the Shrew course. Yeah. We're the one of those that isn't just taking steaming piles on, <laughs> on the killer. Every other one of those is just talking about how shitty the fangs look. Everyone, I guarantee it. Is we, that going to be, like, are people going to listen to this and be like, these guys like the Shrews? <laughs> no, guys, it's, it's This legit. is ripe for reevaluation. It's, it's legit. But the, whatever print he was showing, so this movie, half of it takes place in the middle of a hurricane. Five minutes into this movie, this atonal whistling howl just starts. It's like his sound mix was turned up too high. Mm. So it's a late night. I'm lying there on the couch just getting bothered by this. 
David Lynch like non sound, just this seashell, <laughs> yeah. echoey howl and whistle. And you talked about the grainy textures adding to this, you know, choppy fangs boring through holes in the walls. And I'm sitting there watching this just weird white noise thing. You know, it has this psychological effect, just this going crazy feeling. I'm sitting there watching this in the dark, like, why am I getting scared by the killer shrews? You know, it's like listening to black metal on a cassette tape. It's already this this noise, right? But you have that extra tape hiss, that extra layer of noise, right? Well, then I was feeling some some Lynch vibes just in the like kind of visuals of this run-down looking compound with these seemingly dirty walls and this just there was just very it, it had a very kind of like Frank Booth, you know, blue velvet. Oh, they're holed up. Dirty Dean Stockwell apartment kind of vibe. <laughs> There's just this is that, the seedy part of the island. Yeah, and then yeah, like you said, and then there's just this yeah, kind of unsettling creepiness to the whole thing. And then you've got these people you can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a it, it all kind of comes together. It's good, man. The, once we get the the intel that the shrews were just going to eat everything. Just an island where you're trapped with things buzz sawing through everything that moves. And the shrews are digging under the barn to get at all the horses and livestock. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Now, this is a inexpensive movie. We aren't going to have budgets to... But picture a modern, serious take on the killer shrews. Picturing the gross gore you can show now of a decimated livestock barn because they got tore up by wild dogs. You could make this really scary if you mm-hmm. wanted to. If Rob Zombie had been into killer shrews instead of... You know, slashers or something, or the monsters. Like, <laughs> Rob Zombie might be able to make a, the grossest, grossest Killer Shrews movie with every other character talking like a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, saying the worst, ugliest, vilest stuff. Jerry from second. the Killer Shrews would fit right in with a Rob Zombie movie. Jerry would be a disgusting human. <laughs> He's a great movie coward. And, yeah. man... Once I heard that the pack of mutant dogs was just scrapping this island for parts, that's rough. I would just I would have thrown myself in the sea. Problem is, you can't even make it to the sea anymore. You are surrounded by dogs. They know you're in there, and the hurricane is soaking down. The hurricane weakened the compound. Your compound is made out of adobe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Guys. One of the shrews got in through a window. Who's on window <laughs> duty here? Batten down the hatches, people. Mario, come on. Mario, buddy. <laughs> si, the dog's digging out of the barn to slaughter the livestock. These, these things got to be stopped. Once the claustrophobia kicks in and Jerry is just flipping out. Jerry's losing it. He's a coward. He's awful. He is stumbling around everywhere. Pretty great drunk acting good drunk yeah and he's armed always helpful and he's swinging that gun around right but you think i'm thinking of all these compound zombie horror movies i think romero was a big shrews fan day of the dead that the military man who's just Mm -hmm. drunk with power swinging his gun around in this underground bunker you know where they're trying to learn the secrets of the zombies to combat the zombies like no, Romero. I, I'm seeing Killer Shrews in a whole new light now that I've seen so many other horror movies that I love that have done this concept even better. I agree. Right? Yeah, yeah. The fact that it's not just like uh, 
high school kids come upon a shrew in the you know in the woods and have you know it's I was I was <laughs> right. thinking about like how in the yeah we we did an episode on the Blob and and a lot of these movies in the fifties it's it's like they would have a teenage cast yeah to try to appeal draw the to drive-in the, uh, crowd right yeah. they wouldn't have drunk coward with a gun as your main <laughs> yeah, one of your man. main characters you know that guy was that guy had you know a long running part on uh, Gunsmoke. I think Gunsmoke Bonanza, one of those westerns that ran for like sure. you know six hundred episodes, right? You say, "Oh, this guy was on three hundred episodes of Gunsmoke." It's like, "Oh man, it's almost like a quarter of the series." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So this guy is just—he's an actor. They got actual actors in this. James Best had a huge career, and a lot of the times in these regional horror movies, you get friends. This is upscaled mm-hmm. a bit, you know. There's you need that when. You know, you're working with kind of just dogs. You need these scenes between people to be better, and I think they're much better than we usually get. But when the first shrew gets shot after it breaks into the basement through a window, mm-hmm. is that does he kill Mario? Yeah, Mario gets it down in the cellar. Of all, yeah, Mario was always going to go first. I think the yeah. old man or Mario. You had yeah, you had the black guy goes first, then the uh, yeah, the help. Oh sure, and sure. Then... But all for the you'd think, you know, it, that was I didn't think he was very you know step and fetch it for what was still being turned up. You know, usually if you get the boat, the guy who's commissioned the boat to take you out on the island. No oh, man, I think they were just finding some pretty good regional talent. This really came together, and it kept getting worse in these gross kind of unexpected ways. When that thing bit Mario, Mario. <laughs> Then they reveal, you know, this guy died in seconds. He didn't bleed out. He's, oh, they got poisoned, poisoned saliva now, too? Yeah, the shrews are poisonous, too. Also, the shrews are poisonous. FYI. They've adapted <laughs> to the shrew poison they put out, and now enough. they just make the poison. What a terrible drug they were experimenting <laughs> on. What an awful way to mess with nature. Try to make people smaller. <laughs> What an idiot to take a <laughs> to take the worst idea ever, and also it just unleashes the hell on earth, I mean, right? When you do what Lisa Simpson does and make the tomato bigger, you don't make the human smaller. <laughs> yeah. Come on, do, do we? When that one guy died, did he actually start typing out his symptoms? Like, oh the yeah, time? the really <laughs> obsessed scientist. There's one scientist who's like way into it more than everyone else. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he gets he gets scratched, and then you see him typing on his typewriter before he falls <laughs> before he falls over. And the, the other guy's like, he documented all of his symptoms up, up until death. <laughs> I probably would have dot dot yeah, dot. I probably would have said something like. Hey, uh, I'm dying here. Help. <laughs> Help. I have eight seconds. Get the, get the typewriter. Man, I love this. You know, the independent aspect of it means we get a lot of people clearly doing their own stunts. We get some pretty big spills, pretty impressive stuff. When James Best and Jerry go out to do some patrolling, because these uh, shrews are active at night. Mm-hmm. They're nocturnal. But also, they find out they've adapted to every hour of the day. Well, they're hungry. They, they're yeah. hungry. They ate through all the they livestock in like two minutes. They did. These things are machines. They're all. I guess yeah. If you're, what they say, possibly they've been breeding up to two hundred. Yeah, on said, the island. Yeah, they said there's like two hundred out there. Hell world. Come on, guys. 
Also, I do love these movies that you could have. It still would have been rough if you said twelve. There's twelve very violent dogs. You know you don't have two hundred dogs. Are we just in? Are are they wrecking the rest of the island? You know, you could have said twelve. Twelve dogs is maybe four on camera at any one time. We can see how easily a handful can swarm a guy like that. Yeah, you don't have to say there's two hundred out there, but. That'd be great, though, if they were like, there's at least a handful of shrews outside. <laughs> I've counted two, maybe a third. <laughs> but they're hungry. But man, when he shoots that one in the compound, the first time we really see one up close, I don't care. Cheap or not, that looked like a little freak. Mm-hmm. When it showed its dying fangs as it's twitching, nah, that's still gross. Yeah, the fangs are gross. They got these black eyes on the at least the little puppets and the up close and stuff. Yeah, and they're really good about like showing you like through the fence. Like there's a, all these really cool shots of like the the gnawing you know mouth through the fence oh, boards yeah. and stuff. Just just give you a little taste. It's you know they're trapped in this compound due to the hurricane and the killer shrews, and then to learn that also our compound is made out of clay. And these things are going to chew right through it. Once they start chewing through and we're, you know, it's assault on Precinct 13 and we're barricading up every place. And Jerry, classic Jerry move, (laughs) runs back in and locks the compound right ahead of James Best. Always a Jerry move. Yeah, Jerry's already put a gun to James Best back to try to warn him, don't mess with the girl that I like. Yeah. James Best easily takes the gun from Jerry. (laughs) Not even close, because Jerry's fucking drunk. Yeah, and it's such an easy pull. Just Bess just mm-hmm. kind of turns around and is like swats the gun out of his <laughs> this rifle out of out of Jerry's hand. Yeah, and then Jerry's like, "Whoa, okay, friends, we're yeah, friends, we're cool, we're and cool." And then yeah, when they have to run back to the compound, then he tries to lock him out, and James Best just jumps over the fence. Jerry, man, that's Jerry. a high fence. That's a ten foot fence. Best, I mean, if there's a shrew that. coming at you, yeah. He you're, looked like a man being chased by killer shrews. Gonna make right? it up the fence, and uh, yeah, I love the scene where Bess just what this is. If nothing else, one of the more satisfying yeah. beat the shit out of Jerry <laughs> in a movie. Bess just backhands the hell out of. He him. slaps this dude around like a rag <laughs> he doll. He beats him around a compound, and he almost. I I did like the scene where he gets him up on his shoulders. He's about to throw him over the fence to the shrews. Like you're done. Here you go, and he. Thinks better of it, doesn't? Because that would have been too far. Even as he's doing it, <laughs> yeah. as he was like doing, I'm like, oh, this is too. These, oh, this is this, big. They're going too far here. All these movies that we love always have a Jerry. For some reason, Paul Reiser and Aliens jumped total, into my head. Total Jerry, big time, right? Yeah. This I don't it's, know. It's the guy who like gets bit by a zombie and then doesn't tell you mm-hmm. and then turns into a zombie and fucks everything up. I'm sure it existed. You know, we had all in all of those universal horror movies and all the hammer movies, you know, somebody had to have done the Jerry before. But this guy, oh, man, wouldn't shock me if this guy and his behavior influenced so many others. Not all these movies have a Jerry this defined, this asshole. For sure. You know? For sure. He was. And when he takes that beating, that's a beating. Best beats this dude around that whole room. He is throwing this guy like a rag doll into some. That guy is flexible as hell. He's like a drunk guy getting thrown out of a windshield. <laughs> just body is limply getting smashed into walls and boxes, man. Totally. Go limp, Jerry. Like, Go limp. This is like the level of method acting of Dean Martin and Cannonball Run. 
<laughs> his slurring is so real. He's, yeah. He, you he see that stumble? Dean is real. <laughs> could have been drunk. Dean was, was wet in that movie, man. Oh, yeah. And Jerry, buddy. But these little insane freaks. Man, burn these things. Those whipping rat tails. Yuck. I love... I saw this getting made fun. I tried to look up if there was, you know, is there a good Blu-ray quality, you know, whatever this, you know, who's the guy making public domain movies onto Blu-ray? Every review is just made. And then they escape in barrels. Yeah, what are they going to do? Oh, man. What else are they going to do? The barrels, their little land, just crab walk out of there. They're trying to, they basically turtle, turtle their way out of there under some barrels. Basically leaving in a canoe. Yeah. Dip it upside down. And yeah, Jerry's left on the roof like a pud. Like an idiot with his rifle, never shot a thing in his life. Yeah. They were going to bring Jerry with him, and he was like, uh, no, I'm staying. This guy said he's too claustrophobic to go in the barrels. Can't see the forest for the tree. You're going to hold on? These things that have buzzsawed through this whole island with you in their sights? Takes a special kind of stupid guy. (laughs) Always make great distractions, though. By the end of these things, they always run a good distraction course. Yeah. Jerry... Does the classic make a break for it? Yeah, all of a sudden he's just gonna outrun the shrews. <laughs> yeah, certain point, right? We gave you the we gave you the armor here, Jerry. We had the little mini tanks, upside down buckets for you to to, <laughs> to waddle out of here in. Amazing in a movie like this that when they get to the shore, when they make the water, when they get you know as far out in the ocean as they can, they can they're swimming to the boat. Boom, we're done. We do not see any shrew swimming shrews off the island. Swim. Yeah, I kept waiting for the shrews to swim. They, <laughs> that's the they'll cannibalize themselves, but they will not get wet. Yeah, they hate it. Just this, I don't know. I've been thinking. I watched this movie a couple weeks ago, and then watched it again the other day, and it's just I've been thinking about this idea. Obviously, we don't see it, but once they burn through Jerry, just the idea that by nightfall those things will become a war against each other, and then just a whole new movie. Just this gross massacre on Shrew Island. Mm. 68 minutes. We do get that final line, yeah, where the, the old doctor says, by morning there'll be one shrew left and then he'll starve to death. A classic example of overpopulation. <laughs> and that James Best with maybe the best closing line oh, man. in any movie. Of all movies. Goes, Doctor, overpopulation's not something I'm worried about right now. <laughs> And plants the biggest fuck, oh. I'm going to fuck your daughter kiss <laughs> in cinema history on this woman. It's amazing. I was like, they did that in yeah. 1959. That is that is Hitchcock putting the train in the tunnel at the end of North by Northwest. Yeah, this is a... That's, that, it was like, I'm not worried about overpopulation. We're making babies on this boat. That's the crazy the thing end. about these independent regional movies from this era. They're not following the Hayes Code. Yeah. <laughs> They're not... Like, James Best flat out says, like... I'm not worried about that, buddy. They just like he might as well just like grabbed a handful of ass like right in front of her dad. Exactly. They're like he's standing right next to her dad and just like, buddy, I'm not worried about this. Yeah. Yeah. What just a- tips are over like they just won the war. <laughs> and well, they kind of did, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you can't show you can't make that kind of winking joke at the end of a movie and you know, in a twentieth century Fox yeah. production, that that was just Mark Wahlberg cock out at the end of Boogie Nights. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> that's what they could in do in fifty nine, yeah. right? <laughs> that was the equivalent. Man, Best is so cool. I love this guy. That was great. That was great. Yeah, there's so many of those perfect little moments 
in yeah. this movie. There's enough that in an hour and eight minutes, you get enough of that. Yeah, you are. To- you've been told this movie is a bad movie by everybody who's watched on public debate. I'm sorry, it's not. This rules. I I love Killer Shrews. Yeah, it is dogs with the uh, yeah with carpet on them. Doesn't matter. What works works. I think I think this works. I'm not calling for the the hour and forty minute cut. The sixty eight minute cut is perfect, and there is an art to knowing when to cut it off. Mm-hmm. It came to this. <laughs> it did come to this. <laughs> I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. Thank you for listening. Killer Shrews is on YouTube. It's everywhere. <laughs> you can literally just type the Killer Shrews in and find links yeah. to a dozen different ways to freely watch there's this There's a movie. colorized version. I've never seen that. There's a there's plenty of versions out Find there. Find the grainiest copy you can with exactly. the most static tape hiss. Just get sucked away into this weird one hour long movie. Thank you for listening. Good night. Perfect movie. <laughs>